0: Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. Alright, thanks so much for joining me on another episode here. This is going to be our podcast, so thanks so much you podcasters for checking us out. I um, just want to let you know we're at True Form Life. I'm at True Form Life. on Twitter if you want to tag me or hashtag something about this show. I'd appreciate that. I'm on Instagram. That's just Drew Taddea. And then for more episodes or more information on this show, it's going to be exploring mindandbody.com. Don't forget about our main website. That's trueformlife.com. A lot of new stuff going on about detox and stress and how to reduce, you know, all that stress we're putting on our bodies and avoiding toxins. This show's not going to be much different uh, this is going to be about the airport because I just want to share you with my thoughts with you about the airport because I was just flying, just flew back from Manhattan Beach. I'm up here in Canada now, had an absolute blast, and I talked all about that on a previous show not too long ago. I got to tell you, it kind of feels like, I mean, airports or airlines are a monopoly, and don't let that word Throw you for a twist because monopoly just means they kind of control the industry, and that's exactly what they do. There's not a whole lot of difference between different airlines. I know airlines aren't going to like me saying that. They try to differentiate in different ways, but it's not really a whole lot different. I, I I I fly often, and I really don't see a whole lot of difference in anything. You might have a different crew that one time. You might have a different flight. You might have one person. That's going to change your experience. But for the most part, there's not really a whole lot of difference. There's really not much different going on there. And it's everything. I, I feel I honestly feel like it's a broken system. Like airports are horrible. Like they're rarely positive experiences. And maybe it's just me. I don't know. But I, I flew, I've flown direct. I've, I try to fly direct now because it's a whole lot easier. It doesn't ruin your whole day or it doesn't take up your whole day. And it could take like the flight to L.A. is like three hours from where I'm at. And if I take a connecting flight, it could take seven hours. So on my way back, I was actually flew to Denver and I uh, missed my flight. So I sat in the airport for seven hours <laughs> and then I caught an evening flight and I was not back at like midnight or one o'clock here, which was, you know, it was, it was pretty miserable. I don't want to do that. I don't want to take up a whole day plus. And then someone picking me up, they have to come at midnight to, to grab me and their days kind of waiting on me because it was supposed to pick up at one time and then they get pushed back to another time. So it kind of throws everyone's day. And I'm not saying that's the issue alone. I'll get into more issues of what I feel like, but. I feel like there's a whole lot of things that I think the president, that's what they said. I don't know if this is a rumor or if it was true, but they said the president was at the airport. No planes take off at that point in time. So we had to wait for him to take off. And that's why we were delayed and we were delayed enough. So I missed my flight, but my connecting flight and I'm not saying that's the issue I I couldn't imagine trying to organize different flights to come into different airports it must be chaos but I also think there's got to be a better solution because so many people miss their flights like it's a mad rush and you know people are crazy like at airports people are crazy and everyone's in a huge rush I had this one lady we were getting off we were trying to get her connecting flight And you know what gets me is when we're, so when they call it taxing, when you tax and you're, I don't know how to make that. When you're taxing up to the airport, when you're slowly driving in the plane up to the, wherever they hook up the stairs or however you get into the terminal, everyone, as soon as the light goes off, everyone unbuckles their seatbelts and stands up. (laughs) Isn't that funny? I think it's ridiculous. Like everyone gets up real quick and then everyone stands there and waits. And for what? I don't know, like, what's the point? Everyone's going to get off at the same time. So I had this one lady. She was like, excuse me, I'm trying to catch my next flight. So she's, like, bumping and trying to get through other people. And then, you know, a couple other people like, I'm trying to catch my flight, too. So anyways, this lady ended up trying to catch the same flight I was. (laughs) So she ended up nowhere, and she was, like, bumping into people, like, pushing people to get to where she was going. And then a couple people got annoyed and were like, hey, you need to hang on because... I need to get my flight too. So I don't know what she was thinking, but she didn't get anywhere. And then she missed her flight. So she was hanging around the same terminal I was for seven hours. So that kind of sucked. And I think it's kind of embarrassing You're in this mad rush. And I understand you want to get home to your family. Maybe you have a job or maybe this is in the evening. So there's no meeting to rush to. And it was, I mean, it kind of sucked. We were stuck there all day. Like I tried to not make that ruin my day. I said, I opened up my computer and I did a few Work things, and I watched a football game. This was last Sunday, well, I guess, depending on when you catch this. But this is being recorded on November 30th, 2014, and I'm not sure when I'm going to release this, but it's not going to be on this date, anyways. So we just sat there and hang out, hung out, and did a few things, and and just relaxed. But you know, another thing I, at, at airports that gets me is the, the carousel when when the bags come out, the bet ba- it's a circle. <laughs> I don't think people, most people realize this. It's a circle. So when you, when you see a bag pop out, then there's... Well, first of all, everyone's standing like six inches from the front of the carousel so they can be the first to grab their bag. And st- everyone's standing They're like sheep or cattle. And everyone's like kind of jostling their shoulders and everyone's trying to like see if their bag's coming out. And <laughs> I don't mean this to be insulting because I'm, I'm quite certain that some of you listening to this are going to be in the same boat because you see about... 98% of the flight standing as close as they can to the carousel, trying to see their bag. And then there's like two or three people hanging behind being like, yeah, which is me. Like it's going to come out when it comes out and I'll grab it when I grab it. But then you see the the bag pop out and then someone sees it and then they're running and trying to bump bump through people. And they're trying to catch their bag and they run like halfway around the carousel. And I, I don't know, like they don't realize it's a circle. It's going to come back. So if you wait in that one spot, it's going to come back to you. <laughs> i don't know that makes me laugh every time i'm at the airport like people are in such a mad rush it's like when you get to the customs i don't know if this is like the same for when where you guys are at but when people get off the plane every time in calgary i don't know what the deal is with calgary's airport i'm from i'm from calgary alberta canada in case you guys didn't know whoever this made one of your first shows listening to this but there's a when we get off the plane like first of all everyone stands up, unbuckles their seat belts, turns on their phones and stands up you can hear everyone's phone bling bling on all their messages coming through and then they stand up telling everyone they' they're home all right and then they and they kind of push to get their their bag out of the top dropping it on people and apologizing and then and then everyone rushes off the plane and then for whatever reason we have the longest walk it's like a feels like a 15 20 minute walk to get to our to get to the customs. And when you're coming back to Canada from the U.S., you have to clear customs in Canada, which doesn't oh, and completely make sense to me. Like, why wouldn't you clear customs in the U.S. before you come to Canada? Yeah, anyways, so these people are like half run walking to get to the customs line. So people are like, it feels like they're half, they're like holding themselves back from sprinting to get to the customs line. And then they get there and they have to stop again. <laughs> they have to stop to get to wait in line. And I don't know what they think they're going to do because once they clear customs, then they got a rush. Then there's a mad rush to get to the carousel. I don't know. So you could be the first one there in front of the shoot where it shoots the bags out. So you don't have to run halfway around not knowing it's a circle. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that's not funny to you, but it cracks me up every time. But it also bothers me just a little bit because I'm sitting there. Like I'm, I'm sitting there waiting. So there might be two people. There's actually another person to my right that really wanted to get out. So I was in the aisle seat. and They really wanted to get out. They really wanted to stand in the aisle. And we were the last people on the plane, which wasn't fantastic. Like We were were the very last people. Our backs were against the wall or the bathroom back wall. So we were going to be the last people out. And she was like breathing heavy and kind of looking at me. And I don't know what she wanted me to do. I was going to say something like, can i help you or is there something i can do for you but i just thought she'll get over it but she didn't she just kept like breathing i mean looking i mean she was like half trying to get up so she could stand in the aisle there's no room in the aisle i don't know what she wanted me to do so anyways that was fantastic i love i love the whole flying thing you know what really bugs me about flying is how little so there's super tight spaces in in planes and I'm not a big like I don't say I'm, I'm about five ten five eleven I'm about 185 pounds, and I'm probably bigger I don't know maybe I'm bigger than the average man a little bit I, I don't I don't know if that's fair to say but anyways I couldn't imagine being like six foot or six four some of my friends are big guys like 240 pounds and like I'm squished like I feel like I'm squished on these planes and. There's no room. Like, you can't do anything. Why don't they make the room just a little bit bigger? I couldn't imagine being a tall person or a heavy person. Like, it's gotta be miserable. So, anyways, there's so much little room. Inches make a big difference. Just like in my career in baseball, inches were everything tenths of a second or everything so when you get on a plane these inches mean a lot so what gets me is there's so little room as there is the person in front of you <laughs> has the nerve to take three more inches away from you and recline their seat <laughs> and i don't know if i'm overreacting or if that really shouldn't bother me but the the tv is close enough to my face as it is And then someone drops it three inches closer to me, and I'm uncomfortable as it is. It just bothers me. Like, why do they have to do that? Not everyone does it. I think a lot of people have the common courtesy to be squished as much as everyone else. I I never recline my seat because I know how much those three inches mean to me. So when the person in front of me drops that back, and then if it's a heavier person, they kind of lean back and they jostle around. And I feel like the back of their seat is like an inch from my face, and it's like tormenting me. (laughs) <laughs> it's like bouncing back and forth, and it's like, I don't care about you. I'm just trying to get comfortable. <laughs> that's what it feels like. So anyways, that's me I'm kind of venting about that. But you know what? On this airport, and like air, like airplanes, I call them a monopoly because you, you really don't get a whole lot of better service anywhere you go. And up here in Canada we have a WestJet service. A lot of people think that's better, but I don't think it is. It used to be cheaper, I think when they first came out, but it's not anymore. It's actually more expensive. So you can get a bigger airplane. I think Air Canada, they're a little cheaper, but they're definitely not any better. And I think it's called or Southwest. I never actually flown on Southwest, but they have free bags and then there's something else free. I don't know, maybe free TV, but they're they're charging for everything. Airlines are charging for everything. And I can't stand it. It's like every time you go to the airport, there's something new they're charging you for. I think you used to get free meals. I really do. I think you used to get free meals. You used to get a blanket. You used to get a pillow. You used to get earphones. You used to be able to check your bags. And now it's nothing. You get nothing. You pay for it. So you pay for your flight. You can pay extra insurance if you want. You can pay an extra 50, 60 bucks for a better seat or to upgrade to get to the front. And that, that's what they want. It's, It's expensive to fly. It's like five hundred bucks, maybe seven hundred bucks for a flight, depending on where you're going. And then you get nothing. They're like, "Oh, you want some extra food? That's going to cost you ten dollars for a little tiny sandwich that's going to fill you up for thirty minutes. Do you want some earphones? That's going to cost you ten bucks for the cheapest earphones they could possibly put together in China. And what what else do they got? What else do they have? Extra bag? baggage now i had to pay 25 bucks there 25 bucks back and i rarely check baggage on but this time i was going for three weeks i thought i should have some more clothes so it was extra 25 bucks extra 50 bucks for flying so it's like when is it going to stop what they're going to find other ways to charge you that's what they do that's their goal to find more ways to charge you and clearly I'm passionate about this because I just got off the plane and it, it, just, it just bugs me. It irks me that this is a company like we pay for their service. Why am I picking their airline? Well, I'm picking their airline because I don't really have much of a choice. There's not too many other airlines that are going to make it better. And like I said, I don't know all the different airlines. I flew on a fantastic Virgin airline one time to Australia, but it was a brand new plane. So, I mean, you could you could fill up your own water if you wanted. You know, it's funny. This lady was bringing cups of of water, and she kept you know the flight attendant, She kept bringing them, and I kept filling the same glass. Everyone would throw their glass away and get a new one, and I just kept the same one. So at the end of the flight, she comes and gives me a plastic pin <laughs> with like a like little flight pin, like wings, and said, "Thanks for you know recycling and using your same glass." I'm like, "You're giving me a plastic pin!" <laughs> Isn't that the same thing as giving me like another plastic glass? <laughs> I don't know. So that was Virgin. That was cool, but that was again that was a new plane. I flew down on an American Airlines. That was a new plane as well. So it was they they had new they your excuse me. They had your own plug-in leather seats. That was pretty cool, but that was only a short flight i wish i had that on the way back because you had your own tv oh you know what on the way back you know what the tv they had uh you sitting there on the plane you're all all excited They they actually had the football game on i was looking to watch and i'm gonna tell you a fun fact in a second here about my football team i was all excited to watch my team it had it was i had the channel you have like 50 channels i think it was direct tv on the plane and they had this huge advertisement on the plane. It was like $3.99, $7.99, and like $10.99. So you could get watch TV, you could watch a movie, or you could get everything together in one package. And I was like, they want me to pay extra to watch this TV right now? I, I didn't really understand it. So they had this huge advertisement that took up three-quarters of the screen. So I was trying to watch the game in between this. And I'm like, they, I really got to pay more for this? Didn't completely understand it. It was the first time I saw this. And then about 10 minutes into the flight, the the TV turned off. And it kept flashing advertisements. Like, And I really dislike advertisements. I don't know if you ever hear me talk about it, but I can't stand them. And so I had to keep turning my TV off because it would turn on. And I, I was just, I was upset. I was upset. What What else could I do or think about? I didn't want to pay extra I just paid $700 for a flight and they wanted me to pay extra for their for for TV for basic cable (laughs) oh man like what are they thinking about I want to go on another plane Southwest I think it's Southwest I want to try it because they don't charge you for every single thing this isn't a plug for Southwest I have no alliances or allegiance I've never been on a Southwest plane but it seems like they care about their customer That's what drives me crazy about these airlines. But if they all do it, that's why I say it's a monopoly. If they all do it, then you don't have a choice. And I think most of them are relatively the same. WestJet said they just started. So it was like a day before I got there, they just started charging for bags. Fantastic. I feel like I'm just hanging out in the studio. I'm drinking water here in my right hand. I just took a drink of that. And then I have a smoothie. Here's a quick smoothie recipe for you. So I I took peaches and I threw them in the deep freeze. So these are fresh peaches from, I don't know, B.C. I'm pretty sure they're local. And then I just put a banana in there, some Complete Truth Protein. It's not a plug. That's just what I put in there. <laughs> and I have, I think that's it, banana. Oh, I, so I put some oats in there. I put some spinach in there. It, it, it's very simple. A lot of people think when you're drinking a smoothie it has to be difficult or it has to. you need all these crazy ingredients or you need all these superfoods, but you really don't. All you need is a few ingredients that taste good that are going to get nutrition in your body. And so you don't have to eat or snack or crave in between meals. Or you can treat that as a meal depending on what you're putting in it. So anyways, back to these airlines. What else? So I was at the airport. You know what the worst airport in the world is? LAX. <laughs> it's the worst airport. I've been to Germany and Australia. And I've been to all over the U.S. LAX is the worst airport in the world. First of all everybody's miserable it's like they don't want your service they don't want you to be there all the workers hate their job and they wish you didn't come (laughs) but you know what gets me about workers like employees in general and how they treat their customers if customers didn't come to that job if they didn't use their service they wouldn't have a job so why are they so miserable if you don't want to be there go find another job but they, they literally yell at you. They yell at you to go here, to go there, there's so much commotion, so many people. I don't maybe I know it gets confusing and maybe it's stressful for them, but it's their job. <laughs> they should be used to it. They should adapt. And they should realize that if we stopped coming there, they wouldn't have a job. But you know what? Like we can't exactly stop going there. I'm gonna look I could look at other airports, but the places I stay is usually ten to twenty minutes away from LAX. At John Wayne Airport is, is pretty cool. It's clean. It's nice. I think the people are much nicer than LAX. And then there's Long Beach has an airport as well. Maybe I'll try to fly in there. I think it might cost a little more. But I'll go there and avoid LAX. It's the dirtiest place around. It's like they never clean it. And they have the most angry employees ever. So my apologies if you're listening to this and you're one of the employees. But... It's just, that's just the way it is. Like every time I fly in there, I love LA. I'm excited to get there, but I'm like, I gotta go through LAX. I had a cabbie yell at me one time. <laughs> I got there and cabbies are cabbies are cabbies. I mean, sorry, cabbies, if you're listening to this, but most of you guys are mean and angry, and that's why Uber's taken over. Is because they care. We're real pe- they're real people that care about their the customers. So Cabbies are losing their jobs left and right from this crazy service called Uber. If you haven't heard about it, they're in bigger cities, they're in uh, Los Angeles for sure. I've used it. I use it all the time. I don't rent cars. I use Uber. It's cheap. It's about half the price of a cab. The people are super friendly. They're nice, they're regular people. I think I talked about it on the past show, but it was it's a wonderful service and cabbies are actually going over to Uber, but now they're tr- starting to treat people better. Because you can't treat people like that. You get reviews, you get ratings, you get rated. And they treat people much better. Like I had this, cab, I said, "Is do you have a direct cab?" Because I looked online. There's cab company said there's a, a flat fee to Santa Monica, and I said, "Do you have a flat fee to Santa Monica?" And he yelled at me, "No, I don't have a flat fee to Santa Monica." And then he goes over and opens the door for me to get in, <laughs> and I walked right by him. Like is that guy insane? He just yelled at me. I'm gonna pay him to take me. You know, twenty minutes or thirty minutes, whatever it was, forty minutes in traffic. Nah, thanks. I'll go somewhere else. So, anyways, cabbies are losing. The cabby companies are going under. They actually tried to come to Calgary, but the union wouldn't let them in. There's a strong union up here, and I think they always there's always talk about them trying to get get them out of California or LA, you know, wherever they're they are. But this is a it's a crazy business. They do, they do helicopter rides. I think it was like four hundred bucks maybe for an hour. They're delivering food now. And it's just because it's bad service. I mean, if someone's going to yell at you, if someone if someone really doesn't care to talk to you like a regular person, I mean, what are they thinking about? They're not going to get paid. And something's got to change with the airlines. It really does. Something's going to change. And I don't understand how people think that how companies have been doing things. I think companies have been doing things for so long that they just think that they can do it and get away with it. But it's not going to happen anymore. There's too many entrepreneurs. There's too many young business owners coming up that want to change the world and make it a better place. And airports are no different. There's going to be a new airline. I'm sure there is. If there's, not, I'm sure there is. I don't fly that often. I don't know what that often is. I flew three times this last year. That'll be my last, I think, three times. That's it. But that's a lot for me. Just because i like just been going back and forth to Los Angeles. But that's that's as much as I've been traveling. I don't think that's a lot. So I don't know too much about different airlines. But it seems like every time I fly, it seems like it's a little different airline. But it's basically the same service. Except they take more away from you every time you go. So I got stuck in the airport. And I had to buy food. I mean, I was hungry. And I needed to eat. I brought some food with me. I always try to be prepared. But I need to eat. So there's this. I bought a subway sandwich or some kind of sub sandwich. It was actually pretty good. And then I brought a bottle of water and it was fifteen dollars <laughs> from like for this like, like little six inch sandwich and a water bottle. And I was like, fifteen dollars. I was like, I was thinking that I was gonna have to spend ten dollars. And maybe I'm cheap. I don't know. You can call me cheap. But I was like, maybe eight, seven or eight bucks at the airport, $10, ten, fifteen. So what was the sandwich? The sandwich was ten bucks, little six inch sandwich. And then the water was 5 bucks. Are you kidding me? $15 for it. wasn't even a meal. I wasn't, I wasn't full. And I was still thirsty. <laughs> like, what did you give me? You gave me nothing. So I don't know what they're trying to promote to get the members club. So you go upstairs in that special room and you get, I don't know what you get up there. I've never been up there. Maybe someone could enlighten me if you have. But the, the food, like the food's not good. When I got to Denver, there's that Wolfgang Puck and i I know he's like some kind of famous chef, but I don't know the guy. I thought he'd have at least some co- kind of quality food. It was like a cafe it was the worst food ever. I had this horrible chicken sandwich and ch- like deep fried chips and i was I felt sick after, but there's nothing else to eat. I could go f- go get a some kind of tuna melt or something. There's no uh man, I don't know what to say like I was so uh, upset that I was stuck in this airport. I paid eighteen bucks for that sandwich. Sandwich, chips And I got a little bigger water bottle Because I was parched And I paid $18 for it And I was like Wow This is fantastic I missed my flight Because I don't know They don't care If you catch your flight or not And then I had to eat this Miserable sandwich Because well They don't really care To offer any quality food I paid $18 If there was any quality food What what would I pay for it? $35 I was stuck You know In this Foreign airport Where I didn't want to be and I guess maybe I'm venting and <laughs> releasing some anger but that's just how I, w- I think a lot of people would go through this I'm sure I'm sure you have if you've flown enough because this happens all the time and it's not like the airport's care it's not like the airlines are too concerned about it they're like bah they'll catch the next one Have you ever tried to talk to someone in the airport I have, one of my friends is a flight uh, I, have a, I have a flight attendant that's a friend another one that's a pilot. And they know they don't say anything different about what I'm saying. So if you're upset about this podcast, I, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, this happens a lot. This isn't like, this is my only experience or the only time I've had experience. I really haven't had great experiences flying. And I guess what I'm getting at is it seems like it's a business and the companies need to make money the companies need to keep customers coming in but they take more away from you they offer you less and it seems like they don't care about your service but again that's why I talk about with the with the whole monopoly thing is that they there's no there's not really another choice and because everyone's kind of like the same it's like a cable company <laughs> the cable company use your channels don't work you could wait on the phone for a half hour and then you actually ac- accidentally get disconnected and all the packages are relatively the same. They're expensive. You got to pay ten bucks for an extra channel. <laughs> do I sound Do I sound negative and angry here? I'm sure I do. So, anyways, that's pretty much all I have to say about about that. That was I sound like Forrest Gump. That was that was just me. That was just me venting, talking a lot about flying and flying. Like I've had regular experiences. That was probably. One of my worst experiences this year flying at least but it, it just bugs me like you should just you should have proper it should be quality and i hope there's a company coming up right now that maybe not 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 like they're going to hear this but comes up and is like yeah you're right we should make it better and people should start buying tickets from them from people that actually care about the airport or actually care about their customers you know what i was in the vegas airport and i was i haven't talked about las vegas yet but i will But I was in the Las Vegas airport, and it was fantastic. It was super nice. It was clean. The people were friendly. And I want to go back there. (laughs) I always want to fly out of, it was Terminal 3 in Vegas. I always want to, I don't know what Terminal 1 or the regular one was, but it seemed nice, and the people were nice, and I was like, but that's one of the places I bought my $15 sandwich, so that didn't make me happy. But that was nice. It It was just nice to be around. Then you fly into LAX, and it's like, you should just start getting rid of people one by one. If they can't smile or don't yell at you or yell at you, <laughs> anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get going here. I'm done. I'm at True Form Life on Twitter. If you want to check me out there, I do have a weekly newsletter. I send out every week. It's not spam. I'm not into that spamming or sales pitches. Or I'm not gonna you're not gonna be like, oh, I wish this guy would stop sending these. I'm just I just send out information. Sometimes I say, oh, I have I have personal training open sometimes i say i have online stuff going on but other than that it's just videos recipes my perspective on different things on a different note i am doing online coaching so if you're interested in in any of that you can get a hold of me most the best places my are my main site is trueformlife.com and then the sister site where this show is going to be posted and all past shows on exploring mind and body.com so thank you for being a part of this my apologies if that brings you down. Hopefully it was somewhat entertaining. I think it was kind of funny. I'm not super angry. Didn't ruin my day. But I did. I talk about a lot of positive things. And I wanted to let you know that I'm not always positive. Everyone's not always positive And some things kind of affect their day. And kind of. I think a lot of people have frustrations around the airport. So hopefully that releases some tension. And lets you know you're not the only one. And those people that are rushing out on the plane. Uh, crack me up too. So. Thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate you being a part of this show. Thank you for your shares and your downloads, everything you do. That's it. I'm out of here. Catch you on the next one. True Form Life.